Hello and welcome to Brian Connect. This podcast has been developed to connect you, the listener, to Brian Middle School in Elmhurst District 205, a school district who is a national leader in future-ready learning. I'm your host, Jason Crockett, the assistant principal at Brian Middle School. This year, our theme at Brian is being connected, so we'll connect you, the listener, to our school through a number of ways, such as in our joy, through our professional learning, how we support our students, how we deliver strong instruction, and much, much more. In today's episode, I sit down with Mr. Wan Ford and Ms. Laura Johnson to discuss co-teaching, which is defined with two teachers working together with groups of students, sharing the planning, organization, delivery, and assessment of instruction, as well as the physical space. What's great about this show today is both these teachers have different professional backgrounds and co-teach different classes. So we hope you enjoy the show. Well, good afternoon, ladies. How are we doing today? Great. Yep, doing well. Uh, so before we get into the meat of today's episode, I want to make sure that we, we get a little background about each of you. Uh, so maybe you can kind of uh, share a little about your background, how long you've been teaching, some things you do here at Bryan, um, what some things that bring you your joy, um, and also maybe just some extra hobbies or things you enjoy on the side. So maybe, Miss Ford, you want to go first? Sure. So I am a special education teacher here at Bryan Middle School working in the eighth grade. This is my 14th year of teaching. I got my undergrad at Illinois State University and my master's in educational leadership from Aurora University. I co-teach in a pre-algebra class for eighth graders and in English as well. And uh, I guess something interesting about my teaching experience, before I came to Bryan, I taught high school. So I have that perspective to bring to the eighth graders as they transition to the high school. Well, and again, here at Bryan, we always talk about our joy. So Ms. Ford, what is your joy? joy. What brings you your joy? I love the aha moments from students when like their eyes like just pop open or their jaws drop or they make a connection that you can just visibly see when you say something in class and they just get it i think you know, every teacher every educator that's that's what you go into uh this field for to see those moments to see those success stories and it sounds like you've had a, a great career so far and we were so happy to have you here at brian the last few years um and also someone else that kind of recently knew to brian within the last few years is uh miss johnson you want to tell us a little about yourself sure i got my undergrad at elmhurst college And then I taught for a while first, so I started my career actually teaching social studies in Franklin Park. And then I started teaching at Jackson Middle School in Villa Park, teaching English, and I was head of the PLC for English over there as well. And then I was working on my master's, which is how I'm in my new role as a reading specialist. So I got my master's through Concordia University out of Portland, Oregon. Um, And I just finished, I just added my ELL endorsement which I got through St. Francis. Continuing your learning, life learner over here. <laughs> I'm just a nerd. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ms. Johnson, what, what brings you your joy? What is your uh, happiness here at Bryan? I really love coaching students um, to take academic risks. Um, as a reading specialist, kids come in all, all the time saying, I hate reading, I'm just not good at it, I don't like it. And so when I can kind of coach them to step out of their comfort zone, try something different, pick a new book, um, and then they reflect and they realize that went actually better than I thought. And you can see the wheel, wheels turning and you see the growth happen. Um, and then I can kind of slide out of that coaching role a little bit and they can fly solo. Um, and again, 
you know, I think, and, and that's kind of was a nice transition talking about flying solo because actually as you are in your professions and throughout the day here at Brian, you are not flying solo in a classroom because both of you are co-teachers. Uh, you know, Ms. Ford's a, a, a case manager uh, working with some students that need some support uh, in goal setting. And, and obviously Ms. Johnson talked about how she's a, a reading specialist in helping students that struggle in the areas of reading. So I thought you guys would be great guests to have here today. Um, so could you maybe share with us a little bit about uh, when you started co-teaching? Was it uh, this year, last year? How did that experience transpire? Uh, did you have any good books that you read to get yourself ready for it or conferences? Kind of just give us the background a little bit about it. Sure. Who wants um, to go first? I can go first, though. Um, when I taught at Jackson Middle School in Villa Park, co-teaching was a consistent part of my day. I taught sixth grade English, um, and so I had uh, co I was co-teaching with a special education teacher. I was co-teaching with an ELL teacher, and then um, I actually had the reading specialist come in and co-teach with me when I had the reach class. Okay. So my day was filled with co-teaching. So actually, I can't imagine not co-teaching at some part of my day. So when I took the position here as a reading specialist at Bryan, um, I was super excited that part of my day was going to be co-teaching. And so I started co-teaching in sixth grade, um, sixth grade, two sixth grade English classes. And now I'm actually co-teaching in a sixth grade English class and a seventh grade English class. And I too, uh, you're right, like going through the day co-teaching, I couldn't imagine <laughs> not having that in my day. Um, I did co-teach at the high school when I was at that level. Um, but I did have a mix of co-teaching and self-taught or self-contained classes. Um, so coming here to Brian, my day is filled all morning long with co-teaching and just being able to connect with another teacher and be able to offer that to the students is, I don't know, that I guess it's another piece of joy that comes to the day is being able to work that closely with your colleagues. Which, which is amazing because I, I think a lot of teachers, they think that, you know, they're, they're running the class, they're going to organize this, they have their management style, and both of you said, like, you could not imagine not teaching that way. Mm -hmm. um, when, like, how, how did you get that training? What was that like, whether it was at a previous district or <laughs> yeah. here, like, was like, you're going to co-teach this year, and so, like, maybe just give us a little background on what that was like. When I first started co-teaching, there wasn't a lot of training that went along with it. But then coming into Brian, I had that experience to bring to Brian. Um, I guess you just don't really think about all the dynamics that go into co-teaching. And so, um, you know, part of every year before we start is sitting down with our co-teachers and going through all of those details, you know, how we're going to manage the classroom, how we're going to conquer grading and instruction. And there are just so many details that even though you've, you've had experience in it and you know people receive different levels of training in it, you always have to start that year out almost retraining and rethinking mm -hmm. and touching base with who you're gonna co-teach with so that you set yourself up for success. Right, right. I mean, uh, co-teaching, I mean, teaching in general is all about responding to students. So when you have two people in the classroom, you can respond to more students and have more of those one-on-one -on -one moments with students. And that's really kind of the beauty of co-teaching. So once you set the foundation of building the relationship with your co-teacher and kind of the management of who's doing this, who's leading today, right. those kind of things, um, it just really, you increase that level of one-to-one -one contact with students. And then you know really where you need to go with curriculum, maybe some social-emotional curriculum, maybe it's just reading or math or those kind of things. 
you, you kind of touched a little bit on there, Ms. Johnson, when I was, actually one of my next questions I was going to ask is that what kind of impact does this have with students? Because, uh, again, all of our thousands and thousands of listeners out there uh, <laughs> and all those amazing parents here in, in the Bryan community, you know, wondering what, what impact does this have on their child? How does this improve uh, the child's education, their, their experience, their engagement level? So could maybe you share maybe an example or two of how this co-teaching model in a math class or in a reading class and, and that impact it has on the child from the student's point of view? Yeah, I think sometimes um, I get the question a lot from parents is, why is my kid in a co-taught class? And um, it's just because I would say they're lucky. It doesn't matter who they are. Um, some kids, sure, maybe struggle, maybe identify they might need a little extra support, but most of the kids, it's just a general education. It's a general education classroom period. That's all this is. And so as long as we're communicating that, kids really just get what they need when they need it um, more frequently. Um, and that's really what it's about. It's not, oh, I'm in a lower class, I'm in this class. You're, you're in a class where you're, you're going to be able to get what you need when you need it. And so I just tell parents that. Yeah. And you get, you said earlier mm -hmm. that, I mean, students have twice as many opportunities mm -hmm. to have that contact with a teacher. Mm -hmm. You know, two teachers teaching content, and, you know, I, I teach pre-algebra. You know, maybe one teacher explains it one way and then the co-teacher steps up and explains it a different way it just mm -hmm. gives so many additional strategies or ways of hearing the content and learning the content that maybe one one student really connects with what one teacher is saying but sure. another student connects with what the second teacher sure. said there's just so many dynamics to it that really increase the level of growth that we see from our students. And that message is not just delivered to some students that need some right. reading support right. or some math support. Mm -hmm. um, by doing those stations or doing a workshop model or mm -hmm. small groups, Ms. Ford, you might be working with the general with the general population right. of yep. the class and, and same thing with you, Ms. Johnson, and yep. the other the the a uh, classroom teacher might be working with a smaller group needing those extra uh, assistance or support. So and you're right, best case scenario is that the students in a co-taught class don't know exactly who the <laughs> you know, content specialist is and yep. who the yep. reading or special ed specialist <laughs> is, right? It's seamless and that you know, students are comfortable coming to either one of the teachers, emailing either of the teachers, just that's the beauty of it. So I guess then the next question is, is it a perfect world? Is it absolutely <laughs> perfect every day? It works just like that, 180 school days. No, but you have <laughs> you have a shoulder to cry on. Like you could you can hang together and be like, well, that didn't go well, or mm -hmm. you know, and you you have somebody in your corner to take those risks with, right? And then if you just like we tell the students to reflect as teachers, we have to reflect too, and it's just you take that other person to bounce those ideas off of, and you pick yourself up and you grow and create something mm -hmm. even better from that. And I think going into co teaching, both teachers have to realize that there will be days where you step on each other's toes yeah. or things don't go the way you intended to mm -hmm. but it's okay for students to see that it's all part of the real world you know mm -hmm. and them seeing both of the teachers up there every day consistently adds to that mm -hmm. i guess one other kind of side note have you seen any changes like in your teaching style or your approaches or have you when you're kind of maybe presenting or sharing a certain way, have you noticed another staff member or that co-teacher 
kind of see how you kind of trans and ask you those questions and kind of that professional development and that colleague learning from another staff member? Have you seen that or has that happened in your experience so far? Yeah, I think that goes both ways. I mean, for me, listening to the, you know, my co-teacher who went to school and studied to teach math, listening to her explain a concept in her vocabulary adds then to how I explain it to students. And then vice versa, maybe I explain it in a way using some simpler terms tying into the vocabulary, then she can use that when she's you know working with a struggling student. Oh, for sure. Um, I learn constantly. Um, I mean, just when you hear a teacher word something, you're like, oh, I'm gonna steal that. that you said yeah. it so much better than I could <laughs> yeah. have ever said that. Um, and so, really, teachers, we, we borrow and steal from each other constantly, so this is just a really convenient way for that to happen. Um, but, I mean, I've been with one of my teachers here, um, Mrs. Rowe, and I have taught now for three years together. Wow. So this third year for us, it's, it's great. Like, it was really weird when we look at each other and we finish each other's sentences sometimes. Oh, boy. It's a, li- <laughs> it's a little creepy, but we're like, oh, I was going to say the same thing. And so. I don't know. I think it adds to, to the dynamic in a classroom that you have two teachers mm-hmm. that are constantly going back and forth. It helps the students stay, I think, more engaged, mm-hmm. too, right. because there's this constant conversation that they're trying to also work into and be sure. a part of. It's not just one person up there talking all the time. Right. Well, and, and again, this, this co-teaching model that we've had here at Bryan, I mean, I think it, it relates in so many ways to our district goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here at, in Elmer's District 205, we're, we're focusing on the six C's, uh, but the big three that we're kind of focusing this year on is collaboration, communication, and critical thinking. Mm-hmm. I think just the way the both of you have been sharing so far, both of you have to collaborate with with a, with a you know a colleague. Your communication and critically thinking about how that lesson is going to be delivered, the different levels of students in that classroom, different way of presenting it. Um, so I think there like the three C's hit that with you and your co-teaching, but I also think it relates with our students too. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, and and then you know when we're trying to think about. Um, resources. Uh, I mean, I think both of you are providing each other with those resources. Again, you might not have the curriculum background necessarily in maybe that particular field, but you you are gaining that experience and that's helping. Um, And then lastly, when thinking about rigor and relevance, could maybe one or two of you want to share a little about that rigor and relevance that you've seen so far? Sure. I I think co-teaching is a great way to increase rigor um, in the classroom because you can, having two teachers in the classroom, you can do station teaching. Mm-hmm. You can chop the class in half and say, you know, I'll teach this lesson, you can do an enrichment, an enrichment lesson, and I can do just a core lesson that maybe some kids need again. Um, so it just provides, I mean, so many options to increase rigor and engagement for kids. Kids do not just sit and receive information in a co-taught classroom. And let alone when you're planning and coming up with twice as many ideas mm-hmm. on how to deliver mm-hmm. the instruction and just building off of each other's ideas until you reach something mm-hmm. that is going to meet that rigor and relevance mm-hmm. that we're looking for. Well, if someone was looking for you and wanted to kind of have some more uh, conversations about this, uh, again, all those thousands and thousands of people listening out there, if they have any questions, want information, do you, can they contact you? How could they contact you? Email, Twitter, this is your time to throw out your, showcase yourself. Where are you at on Twitter, Miss Johnson? I am at Adventures in ELA on Twitter. Um, you can always email me here at Brown My- Middle School as well. My co-teacher is better at Twitter than I am. <laughs> so send me an email um, or give me a call, leave me a voicemail, and I'd be happy to connect. 
if if maybe later on in the school year, uh, maybe kind of seeing how the year has gone, could we maybe reconnect? Would we? Would you be even willing to maybe have a student or two, maybe from one sure. of your classrooms, Ooh, yeah. to kind of come mm-hmm. in and kind of share that perspective about yeah. this is how teacher A shares it, this is how teacher B, and that they look at you as equals and yeah. they can yeah. go to you for help and assistance. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm plenty excited. Plenty of students that uh-huh. have made that connection and make those comments, and there's parents who have mm-hmm. noticed the difference. Um, with the co-taught experience that their students are getting. So for sure. And some of my students, they have a lot of great things to say. (laughs) They're more eloquent than I am. Some of them. (laughs) So bless, bring them in. (laughs) Do you, any of you have any final thoughts, anything you would like your last shout out here as we wrap up uh, our, our episode four? I mean, if you're curious about co-teaching, come see us. Come email, reach out and come actually see us. Yeah. I might put you to work on a station, but please come and see. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Ms. Ford, anything else? Your no. final thoughts? Nope, that's it. That's a wrap. That was a good <laughs> note to end on. Come and see us. <laughs> well, Brian, connect. We will connect. We will continue to bring more episodes so that you can be connected in our joy through our professional learning, how we support our students, and how we deliver strong instruction, and much, much more. Remember, you can follow Brian Middle School on Twitter at BrianD205 or the hashtag Connect2BMS. You can also follow me, Jason Crockett, on Twitter, at the Mr. Crockett. Again, we thank you very much for listening, and we hope you have an amazing day.